Get ready. I mean, get ready, 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 ready. Good morning, everyone, all my mid-tees out there. Welcome to Intentional Leadership Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Ross F. Williams, Jr., and I'm excited about today. You're going to get to learn a little bit about me, the reason why we started this podcast, and how you can be an intentional leader. The purpose of this podcast, mid-tees, is to really provide an opportunity for candid conversation about leadership. And it's not just leadership surrounding education, but authentic leadership. And what does it mean to be intentional, to make things happen, to transform an organization, or even transform an individual's mindset for those desired outcomes? A lot of you may be wondering a little bit about myself, What makes me the expert around being a leader or being intentional? I've been afforded an opportunity to work in a variety of roles. I've actually served as an accountant. That is my uh, background. Graduate of Southern University, those mighty Jaguars. I became a human resource manager. And then after years of avoiding my calling, and I call it a calling because it takes someone really special to be in education because you have to have a love and a passion for educating children. And once I accepted that particular call, I have been so successful as a teacher, as a mentor, as a master coach, as well as principal and now superintendent. I've been afforded great opportunities to travel across the the country, the United States, to see some of the best schools and practitioners in action. I was afforded that opportunity through new leaders for new schools. That is where I actually got my training around leadership. And through that training, as well as being a practitioner and looking at those individuals that were in leadership roles, made me identify what is a good leader and how important it is to be intentional with every decision that you make as a leader. Because it affects the entire community. Uh, You set the tone, you set the vision, and you're the one that motivates yourself through self-reflection. You inspire others and change and transform their mindsets for those desired outcomes. That's why I call you my mid-tees. Motivate, inspire, and transform. When you think about ingredients or the characteristics of an effective leader, one of the most important characteristics would be effective communicator. Because there can be times when you communicate information to staff members or individuals that you are working directly with that can be misinterpreted. 
or cause confusion. So communication is critical, not only verbal communication, but written communication. I've learned that emails, now text, can be interpreted quite differently because people have different perspectives. So effective communication is a critical component as a part of being an intentional leader. The second ingredient would be passion. Passion for the work is critical. And your passion comes from purpose. You have to identify if this is what I really created to do. Because if you're not excited about going to work every day, you're not going to be an effective leader. You have to enjoy what you're doing. And if you don't enjoy what you're doing, to be honest with you, with you, you need to step back, reflect, and figure out what I need to do. The third ingredient is developing relationships. You have to be able to develop relationships with those individuals that you need and that you have the opportunity to lead. Because without those relationships, you will not be successful. What I've recognized as a leader is that I can't do it alone. It takes everyone as a part of that team to get the job done. And that's a part of that inspiration I talked about to transform those mindsets of those team members for those desired outcomes is extremely important. And when you're developing the team, you don't want someone that matches your skill set. You want to make sure that you find those team members that are the missing pieces to the puzzle in order for you to reach your goals. I've been fortunate to recognize as an intentional leader that I don't have to be the expert in everything, but I'm smart enough to find those experts in those particular areas that I'm not familiar with. And that's being an intentional leader. Realizing and analyzing, if it doesn't work this way, how can I make it better? And that is the purpose of having the right people on your team. Those are three ingredients, and we talk about the big rocks quite a bit. Even in my book, The Intentional Leadership, The Three Big Rocks to Elevate a Team from Ordinary to Excellence, it is critical that you develop those relationships. You know what I find very interesting when you're developing teams? As you all may not know, I'm from Louisiana, and one of my favorite meals to prepare is a gumbo. And it has specific ingredients that make it taste extremely well. So in developing in a team, you have to think about those individuals that's going to be the right people to put in that big pot of gumbo. We talk about the Trinity when we're talking about preparing that gumbo, the Holy Trinity, which is your onions, your bell pepper, as well as celery. That's the Holy Trinity. Well, you have to have those team members that 
bring the appropriate flavor that can work together and have the common mindset to get those desired outcomes. For example, if the leader gives a directive or an assignment or task for that team to complete, going back to being an effective communicator, they have to communicate it extremely well, place timelines and check-in points for those desired outcomes. It's critical that those team members understand the vision and the desired outcomes. As those team members are selected, and it may not be everybody that's a part of your team, but you look for those specific skills that are necessary that's within those particular team members to make sure that you get those results. For example, if I am in the process of analyzing student data and I want to determine what type of interventions that are best suited for that student, I probably would sit down and talk to the person that's the statistician in the team that can sit down and disaggregate that data to determine an action plan for that. If we determine that there's an issue surrounding reading comprehension, well, I would probably get a team member that's a specialist in reading to give us strategies to support that student to be successful. And it's an issue that's directly affecting the student because how the instruction was delivered, then I may bring in a coach to go support the teacher to assure that they're delivering the information with not just one or two students are mastering that particular content, but all the students within that particular class needs are being met. So definitely you want to develop relationships with those team members and select those appropriate team members to get the task completed. As an intentional leader, I think it's extremely important that you provide a culture and a climate for developing leadership capacity within any organization. When I talk about the culture, it's the way that we do things in an organization. The routines, the procedures, the norms. When I talk about a climate, I'm talking about how it feels, the environment, the environment whereas we can communicate and we can um, have dialogue. And sometimes it may be uncomfortable conversations, but we have created a space whereas it's okay to give pushback. And that allows critical thinking from those team members that are a part of that organization. You have to be intentional when it comes to developing a culture and a climate to be successful in any organization. When I talk about an intentional culture, that means as a leader, you have to model the expectation. They have to see you walk the walk and talk the talk. You have to model how a meeting is conducted. You have to model how interviews of new hires that come on your team or or a part of your organization, how to ask questions, 
how to provoke conversations as a part of that interview process. You so also have to model how to communicate your brand of your organization, your school, or your district. It is important that the leader is the one that sets the tone within the building. If a leader is one that is standoffish, then you can be sure that those employees or those individuals that are part of that team, they're not open to dialogue with that particular leader. You have to set the tone. You have to be the one that models those expectations for those leaders. I'm going to give you a symbol that I utilize as a reference to the journey as a leader or an intentional leader. I was fortunate to have who I consider the CEO of his own company, my father. My father was an entrepreneur that ran a nightclub. He also uh, owned real estate, commercial properties. In addition to that, he was a farmer, farmer. And as a part of my book, one of the symbols that I utilize to remind me about being intentional is the red truck. The red truck symbolizes to me what an intentional leader does. And it also has characteristics that I'm going to talk to you about. More specifically, it's rugged. However, it can be attractive and shiny. It serves a purpose. It hauls goods and services to and fro. It provides a way for us to travel, to get to different places. And within that truck, specifically, my father purchased this red truck, which is one of my favorite colors, red. I love red. And he purchased this red truck. Now, the truck served many purposes. As a farmer, he carried hay and feed in order to supply food for the animals that were on the farm. He also carried, like, tools for planting and gardening and so forth as a part of being a farmer. But as a contractor with his real estate, he would carry tools that would benefit repairing the homes that he had. So he utilized those different tools, and supplies based on the need. So as a farmer, he carried those supplies that were purposed for the farm. However, as a realtor or a person that repaired real estate properties and so forth, he carried paint, hammers, nails, those type of tools. So as a leader, when there's a project, I'm always focused on what do I need to make sure that this project is successful? What am I going to take with me as a part of that? 
In addition to that, he also carried people in that truck or individuals that were needed for those specific tasks. Now, if that person wasn't performing or doing a good job in repairing one of his rent houses, guess what? They didn't show up to work the next day. If those individuals were not supporting the needs of those animals that need to be fed, they wouldn't carry it to work the next day. So a lot of times we have to determine if everybody is going to be with us on this journey. And as a leader, you have to be intentional about who's going on that journey with you. Now, understand he is the driver of the truck. He's intentional about where he's going and what he's going to be doing as a part of being an intentional leader. But he also has the responsibility to make sure who's going to be on that truck, what type of resources are going to be on that truck in order to make sure that whatever task for that particular day is completed. So that's a prime example of you as a leader being intentional about the people that you have as a part of your team and also what type of resources that are needed to make sure that those particular tasks or task is completed. As the superintendent for Bear County Academy and the Academy of Dallas Public Charter Schools, I have a role and a responsibility to assure that not only am I enforcing compliance as it relates to the Texas Education Agency, but more specifically, the focus is always and will always be around student outcomes. What I've realized as superintendent, that those two different districts have different needs, and my approach has to be different as a part of leadership. The demographics are different. The staff is different. The needs are different. So I have to do an analysis to make certain that I am meeting the needs and I'm supporting those that are in leadership to be successful. I am supplying the resources. I am developing the leadership capacity to assure that students know what they need to know to be successful in life. And that is different between the organizations. Now, ultimately, the, the, the desire is always for students to achieve. We want to make sure that students are able to do things and think critically outside of the standardized test. And we talk about that all the time. We're teaching to the test. We're not teaching to the test. We're making sure that they have the critical thinking that are necessary to problem solve, especially in this next generation that we have. With the amount of technology and skill sets that are desired in the industries outside of school, we have to make sure we're preparing them and giving them the opportunity to think critically. So as the superintendent, it's my responsibility to assure that I am supporting both districts and building the capacity in those leaders to make sure that students are successful. And those are the desired outcomes.
as an intentional leader, you have to recognize that organizations are different and there is no one size fit all that you have to learn the culture and the environment. And once you learn the culture and that particular environment and develop those relationships and shift and change those mindsets, true transformation can occur. But it can only occur with a shifted mindset because you are the genesis of change. It begins with you. I can only shift my mindset because I am responsible for myself. But as an effective and intentional leader, I can develop those relationships and inspire those staff members to shift their mindsets for those desired outcomes. And that is through developing relationships. That's developing relationships not only with those that you supervise, but also, in my case, those students that I serve. I think it's a critical component to recognize that you have to be a servant leader. And what does that mean, being a servant leader? That means that I am there to support those that I work with daily. I provide an environment that is conducive for them to be successful. It is my ultimate job as the superintendent, as the leader of both districts, to assure that I am supplying what is needed in the forms of resources, materials, human capital, facilities, to assure that learning occurs. And when you think about being intentional and being a leader in any organization, that is what you need to provide to assure that those individuals that you work directly with, that you're supplying them with the resources that are needed to assure that they are successful. A lot of times that comes with onboarding processes. That means coming into an organization that I know specifically about the culture and what is expected of me as a part of this particular new organization that I'm coming in. Different districts have different expectations for their leaders, their teachers, their staff. So it's important for a leader of any organization to assure that you have an onboarding process that basically immerse those staff members within the organization. They understand how things should occur as a part of that organization. When we talk about intentional leadership, and I need to make this very clear, that you all understand that Leadership is not about a title or a position. I'm going to say that again, Mitties. Leadership is not about a title or a position. Leadership is having the effective communication to inspire others to meet and transform to meet those desired outcomes. 
that may be that your team members, you're all colleagues. And you step into that leadership role to lead this team because this is more of your area of expertise. And you take the lead in assuring that particular task is met and you are successful in attaining that goal based upon your experience, your knowledge, or your know-how. As a part of creating this podcast, I thought it was very important that we provided a platform to support professional development and professional learning for leaders. And not just leaders, but intentional leaders, those that are intentionally focused on making sure that students are learning or making sure that their organizations are successful. And I've reached out multiple times to the audience, and I, I've said mid-tease, mid-tease, well, what is that? I've talked about motivate, inspire, and transform. That's an acronym, M-I-T, MIT, and tease. We, we have mentors, but you're my mid-tease. So as the host of this particular show, you are my mid-tease. I am your guide to assure that you will be an effective leader and an intentional leader. Because ultimately, the change begins from within. You are the genesis of change. I want you to always remember that you are my mid-tease and that you need to always be intentional. Intentional with your communication, intentional with building relationships, and intentional in supporting those individuals for desired outcomes. As always, Mitties, I'm excited to talk to you. This has been a wonderful conversation on intentional leadership. Thank you for joining us today with our Intentional Leadership Podcast, powered by the Academy of Dallas and Bear County Academy Public Charter Schools. And always remember, Mitties, Stay motivated, inspire others to transform their mindsets for desired outcomes. It's intentional leadership.